Welcome to another episode of the Child Care Bar and Grill Podcast. I'm Jeff Johnson coming to you with Danita Dinger. Say hi, Danita. Hi. Lisa Murphy. Lisa Murphy. Say hi, Lisa Murphy. Oh, I just did. Hi. I'm sorry. And uh, we've got a special guest in studio, and it's really not in studio. It's kind of her deck, my my sweetie and wife, Tasha. Say hi. Hi, Tasha. Aloha. Okay. Oh, Oh, she put a different cultural twist on it. Um. And so today we're doing an episode called Sweeties. And uh, Lisa, do you want to do a disclaimer for this title of what? I do, because originally when we were barfing like titles of what we wanted to talk about, this was originally called Husbands. And then we realized it should be called Spouses. And then we wanted to make sure that all of our listeners realized that everybody here at the Child Care Bar and Grill embraces any or all forms of significant others. Does that work for you? Yeah, it works yeah, for me. You know, whoever, if, if, if it's somebody you're happy with. Groovy. And yeah, we're just groovy. gonna we're just gonna lump all those people together under the all heading of want, sweeties. All I wanted to make sure is that everybody knows that we don't have any kind of yeah, care whatever, at all. Whatever makes you happy. Whatever makes you happy. Go and, for it. And, but uh, for the sake of the podcast, yeah, and, we're calling them all. We're going with sweeties. we're going with sweeties because the, the, frankly, if uh, if if you're happy with who you're with, you're gonna be a better character. And if you're, you're not happy with who you're with, kind of be happy with who you're with. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and What's so... What's that song? If you can't be with the one you love... Love the, love one, the, you're one, you're love the one you're with. Yeah. There you go. And so we're going to be talking about this because in all the stuff I do on burnout in this profession, talking to caregivers and stuff, one thing, one complaint I hear is that uh, a lot of people that do this job, whether it's family, child care, center-based care, they're, they're sweetie, they're significant other, whoever you want to, wh- whatever term you want to use, they don't Mate, always... Spouse, boyfriend, they, girlfriend. Yeah, they don't always understand they don't always get the job no. um years ago i was in uh, dubuque iowa doing a, a all-day burnout training and this uh this woman so you burnt them out i burnt them out day. yeah i was <laughs> training. no way they, they still got more on you all right we got three more hours they no they left uh, it's like it's like what that was six hours talk for another three that's what i hear uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. oh, and he pats himself oh, on but his we, back. But we got to go to the bar to do it. Um, so, like about ten o'clock in the morning, this uh, this young woman, she's been sitting in the back of the room and she's been doing this this crying thing, not quite crying, and then kind of crying, but then trying not to cry thing uh, most of the morning. And we're taking this break, and she she comes up and she says, "You know, I'm I'm sorry about this, um, if if it's been distracting, but I signed divorce papers like six weeks mm-hmm. ago, and because I, of her job." Well, yeah, because she said, you know, we were, I, I've been talking about how, how when we're burnt out, it, burnout puts blinders on you. And all you see is what's in front of you. All, all you see is what's going on um, in front of you. And you lose track of your personal relationships and other things. And, and she said she hadn't thought about that. And she, she realized she'd mm-hmm. had these blinders on uh, through this whole, for most of her marriage. She'd been married for seven years. She was a family child care provider, was a family child care provider before the marriage, uh, was still a family child care provider. And, and she used to get very upset with her her former husband because he wanted to do things like walk through the house at night and not step on a damn Lego or to take her out to dinner and not and, and have her attention at dinner and then not have to stop at Walmart on the way home to, to pick, pick up milk. Up. And, and she thought this was very selfish of him to mm-hmm. want this. And she said, sitting in the back of that room after listening to me talk, she said, you know, the blinders kind of fell off and I realized it wasn't all his fault. And she said, I'm going to go call him. That's very big of her. And I said, well, let me know how that goes. Did she? Oh, she she did. She came back, you know, the next break at lunch, and she comes back and says, you know, I got a hold of him. I said, honey, honey, it wasn't your fault. And there was a long pause, she said. And then he said, 
I know. Oh. But I'm glad that you know now too. That it wasn't. Yeah. That it wasn't. And, and, and so sometimes when we, we, we do this job and we get, we get it, it can be very stressful. It can be very difficult. And then we want to go home and we want to interact with somebody who, who understands. And the dynamic here is often very difficult because um, the majority of people going home from early learning jobs are women. And they're generally going home to dudes. And there is a big difference in the way men and women communicate. Oh, oh uh, my God! Write that down uh, yeah. as another podcast. Yeah, yeah. Wow. and and so my favorite author on this is is uh, Deborah Tannen, who's wrote written uh, a number of books uh, and and done research about the differences in the way the genders communicate. And 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 what she puts forth is that that women generally communicate to build relationships, um, which they do. Which they do. Tasha will go out to coffee with her sister and come back six hours later, and I'll say, <laughs> "What'd you talk about?" And she'll say, oh, "I don't know." <laughs> And, and and dudes generally communicate, generally, to share information and solve problems. And so there's a collision there at the end of the day when that caregiver comes home and she wants to vent and and just get it out of her system and be closer with Have her Have you sweetie. heard the whole, and it's not left brain, right brain, it's right brain, right ear, left ear, where the right ear is looking to problem solve and the left ear actually nurtures the relationship? And so in most situations, I, I, this sounds very generalized, but it's tr- true. The, the dude is driving, so the chick is talking, okay, or whatever the couple might be. But somebody's driving, somebody's not. So you're driving. So let's use me and Tom as an example. So Tom Murphy's driving, and I'm like, oh, my God, can anybody? Blah, 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 blah. But he's listening with the right, as in the right ear, not the correct ear, but the right ear, which is that problem-solving ear. So oftentimes the dude goes into, oh, my God, I have to try and make this better mode, mm-hmm. when really, as a woman, just I just need you to listen. But literally because of where it's being received and processed in the brain, it's almost impossible for them to do that. And I heard this once at a workshop by Eileen Green. It was actually quite interesting about how how you're hearing, which ear are you receiving and processing. And my brother and sister-in-law, Mike and Amy, were living with us at the time. And I had told them about it. And they're like, yeah, 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 whatever. But then I got on my 800 number, like what we call the 911 ooblet call, like, or flubber call, like, oh, my God, I've mixed the borax. And my brother, Michael, watched me turn. I automatically answer with the one ear. And he watched me turn it to the other ear as in, like, I'm saying hello versus problem solving. And the only reason I ever would have been, like, aware of that is because my brother had heard me vent about this bit I heard at the workshop and then saw that I actually, on a 911 flubber call, changed ears on where I was receiving... What right. type of conversation what, you What type of conversation it, it was. was and ever since then, I've been, like, very aware of that, like... Do I need to move myself to another side of you? Do I need to actually help you? Or do you just want to be heard? And I, th- w- 
this circles, to, this circles to me back with my love language thing. You're making a funny face, which uh, I'm wondering about that. Well, you, I, agree. you know, that kind of, I don't know. I never heard it before. It kind of freaks me out. Because the whole left brain, left brain, it's right brain. It's not brain. But it's see, that's, ear. Well, yeah. It's where the ear the, is the, the, the whole The whole left brain, right brain thing is bullshit. And the research it doesn't is. back that up. And so I don't know where this comes from. And so. And, and I, for what it's worth, I'll go do homework oh, and, yeah, and bring yeah, it back. But it's just I, something I never heard of before. And it makes me. Mm-hmm. Then, and I, but, and I yeah. would have been right there with you if my brother hadn't pointed out yeah. that I changed ears. And so maybe your neck was stiff. It might have been. Yeah. So I, Sometimes I a cigar no. is a cigar. Yeah, right? but I mean, seriously, I, I, I hadn't heard that before, and it'd be something I'd, I'd like to hear more about. And so. maybe we can get Eileen well, Green. Well, yeah, I mean, that could, be a, that could be a shot. That could be another episode, but that's that's neat. Um. Anyway, love languages. Anyway, but that's yeah. husbands. Yeah. Well, that's... And so... Do y'all know love languages? The yeah, I don't... Here, watch Do, this. Hey, baby. That only works if you're you looking. are motive, if your love language is hey, um, baby. V- verbal, verbal stimulation. I have another. No, this is visual too. I can do unicorn eyes. No, but that's not <laughs> one of the love languages. Oh, it is around here. Keep yeah. talking because I'm gonna write the it lights, down. Touch, the lights go out on the deck. Um, do stuff. Bow, so yeah, and Leroy's Leroy's a do stuff for me kind of guy. He talk. I mean, he, oh my gosh, he does so much. He does the laundry. He helps clean the house. He helps me out with the daycare. He helps with uh, with the childcare. He helps with uh, the kids. I couldn't do what I do without him at all. I'm missing one. Touch, but yet he's not. Toss, he's not a talk, touchy. Trinkets. He's not a come home and give you a hug kind of a person. And sometimes I need come home and give me a hug kind of a person. Aww. Yeah. See, that's why you have yeah. Murphy. Yeah. And Murphy, Hold on. our dog, is a give you a hug kind of For dog. For real? So your dog is named Murphy? Because I'm like, yeah. really? You're calling me to the carpet right now? No. I'm like yeah. making a list and you no. think I'm talking no, about talking Tom about Murphy? No, talking about my dog right now. I have touch <laughs> and tasks and talk and trinkets. What am I missing of the five love languages? Yes, we had this conversation because you have a dog named Dinger in your life. That's my nephew dog. And we have a dog, dog named yeah. Murphy in our I life. Know. That's just ir- weird. irony of that. Uh-huh. It is weird. Touch, tasks, talking, trinkets. I'm missing the fifth love language. Uh, touching. Wow, I really like touching with you. Oh, time. See, that's not my thing. That's why it was the last one I remember. Because you'd rather have Tom Murphy go Clearly, Tom Murphy's like, bye. I'm like, later. See you later. <laughs> don't need time. Just take the trash out because I'm a tasks girl. So to, uh, I'll circle back to husbands. And for those of you who don't know this, my husband quit um, FAA. If you're living in the United States, if you're not, then FAA, f- the federal F, not future farmers of America. <laughs> The Federal Aviation Administration. My husband, Tom Murphy, was an air traffic controller for 20-some-odd years at LAX. And he got way too stressed out. Why are you yawning? Is this boring to you? (laughs) I didn't yawn. I said, oh. Because it sounds like a stressful job I wouldn't want. Oh, God. It's horrible. In fact, his doctor told me that I would be a widow before I was 30 if he kept the job up. So he quit. So my husband quit his job. And he's like, but we make... And I get this. We make so much money. And I'm like, yes, and if you're dead, I mean, and we all say it, but it's true. Mm -hmm. If Mm -hmm. you're dead, I'm not going to be getting any of your money. So go quit. And so he quit. And then he started doing family child care with me. And he went back to school to be a massage therapist, a reflexologist, and he explored kind of that whole 
Eastern well, that's medicine. That's handy to have. Oh, it was smart it was, thinking. Yeah, but you honey, don't, why don't you go become a massage therapist? But idea. I wanted to pursue that just oh. as a sidebar, not yeah. to change careers, but just right. I was always interested in that. Yeah. But he ended up going. Yeah. And he did that. Awesome. And so my husband is still alive because I told him to quit his job. And if he was sitting here right now, he would probably spend a minute saying that I changed, uh, that I saved his life, which I'm not comfortable with because I don't want to be that person. But he mm. he claims that my willingness to be willing to let him do that is what, what saved his life. And so anyway, so he did that, and now we're working together and all of that. So my my husband gives me a, a lot of rain, free, free rain? I'm a free rain Free range, free range wife. I'm a free range wife. <laughs> really? Yeah, I am. I hadn't noticed that. Oh, shut up. <laughs> My husband, Tom Murphy, is the bomb. Oh, he's awesome. I, I have nothing else to say. He's riding his motorcycle with two dudes right now that I went to junior high with. So, you know, and playing golf with them probably. So, yep. Yeah, <laughs> Throw the clubs on the back of the bike, dude. Then. He wants. I'm, I'm like, dude. You should figure out a way to tow the golf clubs well, to, the but tow. on your Harley. And yeah. he's like, but I'd have to change my clothes because you have your Harley riding clothes and then you have your golf they can't clothes. Can't start a new thing because those golf clothes. He can't wear his leathers on the golf course. I think he should. I, I think, think he, he needs yeah. a leather polo. Perfect. That'd be. That'd be. <laughs> That'd be badass. Badass. Kind of oh, he's, plaid. Yeah, I'll show you a picture of the chaps right now. Plaid, plaid leather chaps. Plaid chaps. I love his his new golf pants that he wears. They're they're shorts, but they have pictures of girls on them. They're like pinup girls, like all like pretending that they're golfing, like whoo, whoo, with the little like fill up, whoo, with the little flip up. Oh, I'm trying to be funny. visually descriptive, verbally <laughs> descriptive for our listeners. By going so, whoo. But yeah, by going whoo, which means my that their skirts not Yeah, my hands are cupping up, which showing. means their skirts are up. Anyway, my husband's the bomb, dude. No, my husband is. We'll have to argue about that. I have a great uh, husband. Trade him my husband world. has allowed me, he always said that I'm the face, but he's the neck. Oh, you like there that? to support yeah. you. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tasha's husband hasn't always been, um, back in our center days, I, I mean, when I do presentations about burnout, I, I ask people to make a list for themselves of the three most important things in their life, and then the three things that get most of their time, attention, and energy, and Ooh, then I compare, compare, compare those lists, and they're, they're just about always different. And so, back, say that again. You said that very fast because you're used to saying that. You're, li you have new listeners. We, say that again. We need make a list of the three things that get most of your time, attention, and energy. And then next to that list, make a list of the three things that uh, that are most important to you in life, and then and compare they're different. them. Different. And they're 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 for some people there you know there might be some some overlap, but for a lot of us there's 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 a difference there. In in my own experience, back in my center director days, the last the last few years, I would tell the world that family, family, and family were the most important thing to me, but work, work, and work got all my attention. And so we'd go home. Tasha was my, my assistant director for most of that time. And we would go home. We put on happy faces at work because, because I, what's going on here, the dynamic is I am burning out and have no idea. And she is burning out and feels, and has the idea. feels oh, yeah. every yeah. bit of it. Mm -hmm. And so we'd go home and we'd put on smiley faces at work and go through the stuff at work. And we'd go home and barely talk to each other sometimes. Oh. But it got that way. I mean, at first it was able to separate home and work still. But then it got to be where work was just coming home, and it just I 
the like wasn't there like it should be. And so the whole burnout so thing. So stuff that really doesn't matter all of a sudden. Started like, mattering. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because mm-hmm. you, it had nothing to do with that. It was just that you were like. <laughs> and, and it's burnt out. The whole burnout thing is just this kind of incremental thing that builds over time. It's kind of like your toenails growing. It's just it happens, but you don't notice it. Mm-hmm. Well, my gets, toenails. Uh, your toenails just fall <laughs> off. And if so, you don't understand that, you can text me. <laughs> and so to get back to the the Deborah the Deborah Tannen stuff, uh, Tasha would, after our day together at work, she would talk about her day. And I, I was there for most of it. So this is kind of rehashing stuff I already experienced. And what she was doing was trying to bring us together. And I would start throwing out solutions. Well, if this is the problem, here's what you should do. And then she'd get pissed at that. And I'm thinking, as a dude, I'm thinking, I'm trying to be helpful here because that's what I'm wired for do for, for, to do. And and she is thinking, I'm trying to make us closer together, and he's just, he won't shut up. And so one day, she says to me, You're opposite of the, you're opposite of this, though. I'm drawing, for those of you listening, I'm, so are you more the linear and he's more of the spiral, brain-wise? I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do this. And you're like the one thing done and then one thing done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so you're opposite. That Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, keep going. I don't know what that is. Keep I doing, Jeff. Your... And then I'll and, talk about that. And so and so one day she says, shut up. <laughs> Stop clicking through the channels with the remote. Mm-hmm. Stop staring at my chest. Yeah. Just <laughs> shut up. You have something to stare at? I do. Just (laughs) shut up and listen to me. If I want you to help me solve a problem, I'll ask. But otherwise, shut up and listen. And I said... Wrong ear. I said, um, okay. Because I did not know that was a thing. That's the ear thing. That's, that's, well, no, that's a, that's a mistaken middle school thing. Because in middle school, in middle school, there's that... When y'all met. Oh, no, no, no. no. This is... this In middle school, remember the day in middle school, maybe it didn't happen to you in middle school, but middle school, um, we had the... There's the day where, uh, I don't know, seventh, eighth grade, the boys go to one... During gym class, boys are set... Oh, for the talk. Yeah. Boys go to one locker room, girls go to the other locker room, right? And I don't know what goes on in your locker room. I don't want to know. It was a Disney movie, Danita. Yeah. That about be- how boy flowers like girl flowers, uh, <laughs> the flyer. Uh, <laughs> and so I, there was there was discussion, uncomfortable discussion of testicles in my locker room, and I don't want to know what's going on yours. But what should happen is in the girls' locker room, there should be a discussion about hey, the this the is guys, what the boys are. The guys over there, they they want to fix things. They they want to make you happy. They want to solve problems. And sometimes they're going to look like jerks, but this is what they're trying to do. And it doesn't mean they're jerks. It means that. You communicate differently. And what should be going on in the guys' locker room is they should be saying, hey, uh, over there, uh, they're going to talk and talk and talk and talk something sometimes. And you don't – you just just pay attention. You don't have to say anything. They're building relationships. You don't even have to pay attention. Just – Oh, no, no. It's, you need to – You got to – words. Or you got to maybe – so. At least pretend that yeah. you're paying attention. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> the right place to huh? – uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, if, yeah. Did you see the caveman comedy guy that went through – did he come through here? I think oh. I missed him. Oh. Oh, I'll Google him later. Okay. We'll, we'll watch okay. him later. And and so if if we did that in our middle schools, we wouldn't have a lot of the problems that we have now with with this miscommunication because there's a that fundamental difference in the way we communicate messes up relationships. In the in the burnout, I agree one hundred percent. In the burnout presentations I do, I, I, I used to say, you know, if we would have stayed at that job, if we would have stayed at that center for another couple of years, it would have killed our marriage. 
And about a year and a half ago, she's sitting in the corner while I'm doing this presentation and she chirps up and she says, wouldn't have taken that long. <gasps> you said that yes. at a gig? Yes, yeah. I did. And see, I, yes. I love. Which means if she finally said it, that means she's been thinking about it for a year. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I mean, that's, that's harsh stuff, but that, mm-hmm. that's the reality. But it's yeah. real. Yeah. And so, yeah. and, and so there we were. And, and I, I was totally, I loved that presentation. And so it, it gave me another story to tell. But that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's the thing. The, the job turned me into a jerk. Yeah. And that's a yeah. hard place to be. And what, what happens a lot of times when you, are, when you are doing this emotional labor we've talked about is that we, we, we change subtly over time and we lose track of those important things to us, like, like our, our sweeties. And, uh, and that, that kind of sucked, huh? <laughs> Pay attention to your sweetie, regardless of who, or, who she or he is. Mm-hmm. But... Circle back to love language, because I don't want to sound like there's a formula that makes everything better, but seriously, it really does. And and for those of you listening, the book in and of itself is kind of cheesy, but the five key points of the love languages are, do you express love or receive love by, here it comes, take a breath, touch, tasks, talking, trinkets, or time. And that's Lisa Murphy because I've made it I like I like having like what's that? Like the five T's. That's not how that, if that you bought the book, if they bought the if you bought the book, it's not gonna be like the five T's. It's like physical touch, doing stuff for people, talking as in compliments, buying you something or spending time with you. And what ends up happening is that your spouse, significant other or whatever, mm-hmm. oftentimes you both receive and show differently. So you spend way too much time thinking, he doesn't do what I want him to do, when really he just doesn't know that what he is, he's actually doing stuff, because you, you just don't see it. Do you tend to give love the way that you want to Of receive? course you do. Okay. Who doesn't? Yeah. Everybody yeah. does. You take out the trash without me asking, oh, I'm yours the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Well, stay away from my husband, because that's how he is. <laughs> <laughs> If I actually wake up and the dishwasher is unloaded before I had to do it, I'm, I'm very tasks-oriented. Yeah. It, it's called gifts. It's service. It's acts of service. That's my love language. Tom Murphy's love language is not acts of service. So when I see that the dishwasher is emptied or that my coffee has been made or that the trash is out, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then there's mm-hmm. like, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. so he gets, yeah. Because see, Leroy shows. So he gets it? Is that what you're going to say? Well, so he, he gets always, it. Tom Murphy always gets it, but I'm just saying that he might get it better. <laughs> All right, so uh, baby. So Leroy shows through tasks, but I don't really know what my love language is. I'm I sure you did if you think it. about it. Because like, I'm not a touchy, but yet I want to be. Do I you wanna, like to be touched? And like, does the like, the, like if we were? I like to be like a hug, like a random hug, like for no reason. And that the, that tells you that that goodbye, person I love you, see you later. love love. Yeah, yeah. Quote, so I'd unquote, say touch. You. I'd say touch is probably me. so tasks like taking out the laundry. That doesn't mean. And it, but talking it, but to I you. appreciate it. That doesn't mean I don't. But yeah. But your hair looks so nice. Yeah, yeah things like that. You like that? Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. so, okay, so there's two. Yeah. And buying you crap, like trinkets. She was just talking about yeah. she's getting a new vehicle. No. She, yeah. But that's not him buying it for me. That's us buying Spending it Spending time together. So. 
time's important, but I think more touch and so touch, touch and, and touch and talk. Talk, yeah, would probably be more. And Leroy's and, definitely task, and I think it goes back to um, his mom was very, um, you know, to please her. He, she went back to school. His parents had a rough marriage, and she went back to college. So she would get home exhausted from school all day, plus doing homework. And so, so he learned. to please her was to do things for her. So her so love language I think was. that I take it that he's just used to having to do that for his mom, that uh, it's become habit for him, and that he thinks then where I'm like, that. I don't need you don't that. Need I don't that. expect that out of you. You know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. I actually applied this to children. In school, and I applied it to my staff. Mm. Yeah. So, baby, you want me to start making coffee for you in the morning? No, I like to make my own coffee. You're good. You want me to start? So when is yours? Do you want me to start? Yours then? You want, I am. You want me to start messing with the dishwasher? No, or? no, no. Want me to no. start doing your laundry? I, no, stop. I am the. I am. Works, so I am the only oh, person. Then, then you must a, be in a touch. Yeah. You're Hold on, I think we're interrupting something. <laughs> All <you> right. <laughs> yeah, totally. Alrighty then. Well. Hey, baby. Okay, so this episode has been brought to you by the rabbit. (laughs) What? Okay, below the neck. Below the neck. Don't touch her hair for crying out loud, and don't touch her face. Oh, don't touch my face either. I don't like my face. No. 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 I don't know if I like that, and I've never had anyone come up and touch my face. What do you? (laughs) Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. See. Well, there's different. Look at her. She's already clenching her jaw. You can go do nice and gentle. That doesn't bother me. What's this? Huh? What's that? <laughs> oh my yeah, God! What, Jeff, what Jeff you, these girls are poking each other. What do you, hey, <laughs> how do you wake up Lady Gaga? Poker face. Oh. oh. Okay, we need the badum bump. Oh, look at him! Look at him! He doesn't. I don't know what that is. Oh well. It's, wow. First, it's first time right. I've ever thrown you a curveball. So have you ever had one of those scalp things that you put you in your brought, head? Oh yeah, you, that, brought, you brought, brought it last in May, oh. and yeah. she barfed. I think she's yeah, barfing right yeah. now, thinking of yeah. it. She Nothing made... above the neck. No, yeah. I no. forgot that about you. Wow, yeah. and some Sorry. girls are only above the neck. You know what? People well. would talk potentially about you. All right. So, uh, love languages: so. touch, tasks, talking, trinkets, and time. And so after she told me to shut up. Stop staring at her chest. Oh, sorry. We circled back to oh, no, we got story. That a long time ago. We ran away. Well, long that's the thing. Tour. I can't. I I couldn't stop with the chest staring. But I, I did try to do chest the listening. Chest staring. <laughs> what? The chest staring. It's uh, it's spectacular. Um, spectacular. Um, we won't post a picture. <laughs> oh hell yeah! I'm posting one right now. No, no, we're good. On the save, she's wearing a Save Water Drink Tequila shirt right now. Um, uh, no, I, I, I tried it. I tried shutting up, and I, I can't oh. shut up completely. Oh, I mean, but I, I, I try, and I, I try not to solve her problems anymore. And 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 uh, and and after after we left the center for about a year, we were doing family child care. I'm starting to write my first burnout book, and and we're driving across Iowa, and I had her read a part of it, and she said, you know, it, it got to the point when we were burning out that uh, that I didn't like you anymore. Oh, I still, damn. I still, yeah. damn, yeah. I still, I still love, I still loved you, but I didn't, was there, but I didn't like who you turned into. And so since then, my, my goal is to, to be on a daily basis, somebody that she, she likes. And so that means I don't do some things that like I might want to do. Like, what like, don't you do anymore? What don't I do anymore? Um, there might be more writing I want to get done that I 
don't do and there might be road trips I might want to there, there's stuff I say no to um, because 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 it got to the point where I was doing, I, I mean, back in the center, I was so busy with work stuff that it was it was getting in the way of us. And so now we're in this place that in a couple of weeks, our family child care is going to close and she's going to come on the road with me when she wants to, to do presentations and stuff and stay home away or from quilt. me. And well, yeah. And Falls and hang out with Danita. Well, and, 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 <laughs> and recently the sewing machine, the sewing machine went to Florida with us so she could be at the beach no and quote. Yeah. And yeah. you yeah. brought, shut up, uh, shut, Jeff. Yeah, no, you, shut up. You brought. Just shut up and stop staring at Lisa's uh -huh. chest for one second. <laughs> I don't, well, today I have a chest because well, yeah, I paid yeah. good money. Does my... Well, not anymore. Does you took the pink wig off. <laughs> Doesn't make him look big anymore. Oh, oh. you're a bitch. Oh. You for real? What did you do? Ship it down there? You you no, shipped? No, we drive. The big, the creepy adventure van it, with all my the stuff. The adventure yeah. van. I just put. What'd you stuff? sew while you were there? She even brought the dishwasher. No. Well, his name is Jeff. Did you? Did you? I I, I have a, I have a quilting project I'm working on. Did you make more quilts? I worked on it more. Yeah. But, you know, there's also the beach nearby, so those days that it rained. How perfect, though. You had you something to do. I had something to do outside. because there's only so long. Did I you sell, like, um, hi, you could have one of these two for $500? Like, I would have been selling, like, oh. look at my quilt. No, no. No? no. You weren't the You didn't see lady. it as a money-making opportunity? Not yet. No, Damn. no. Yeah. Okay, so, so I'm coming in because so there's a bug in your hair. So on our on our on our adventures, one of our trips was uh, to Paducah, Kentucky, where the National yes. Quilt Museum is, and so where my people are from. Uh, you and know so my I people are from there. I got to I got to go to the Qu National Quilting. He was museum, very well behaved, and I, I behaved myself. And he was impressed by the. Quilts. You know, I I done got kin there. You done got kin there. You know, if you go to Paducah, Kentucky, and you done turned over, that means you had a birthday. Oh. So if anybody shows up at your gig and said, well, she all can't be here because she done turned over, that doesn't mean it she doesn't died. It doesn't mean she's dead. <laughs> I mean, she had a birthday. Okay. And she maybe be you drunk. You might be a redneck. <laughs> and so. Yeah, done turned over. Done turned over means. <laughs> you had a birthday. You had a birthday. And so, sweeties, um, hard stuff. Relationships, because we go to work all day and we, we do emotional labor. We had a five-year itch. Ah. Not, we... We were over. We were overachievers. <laughs> we almost divorced two years earlier than everybody else. Yeah, we had a five-year itch. It was horrible. It can, it can be tough, and Dude, I think for for caregivers for caregivers it can be especially difficult because of the emotional labor that we've talked about. You go to work and you drain yourself emotionally, being being tuned in and trying to be intuitive and trying to build have that empathy, and then you go home. And you got to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Can I end it on a, on, on a story? Absolutely. So yes. when I was working in the center, there was uh, three um, children, the, two twins, Mari and Pato, and that was Mari and Pato was one, and Claudia was one. They were twins, and um, then there was another little boy, and I'm embarrassed right now that I'm not remembering his name. Shoot. Anyway, Probably so but like they Sam. all knew each. No, it was not. It was like it was Espanol, but not Juan. It was not like yeah, that. Okay. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, now it's bothering me that I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. Now you got the kind of New York that that accent going to. Anywho, you that will you tell there. me how you want me to talk? Oh, I will, dude, I will I speak want New that York. way. Give us New York. Okay. No. Anyway, so I'm in California, and he, Tom Murphy. We were still dating. We weren't married. We weren't engaged or anything. And Tom Murphy would come pick me up. Well, if you're three. And there's a man pulls up in a truck. Who picks you up? It's your what? Dad. It's your dad. dad. Yeah. 
Yes. So this little boy who had the four-year-old hots for teacher, Ooh, right? Yeah, yeah. He would actually position himself in front of oh. Tom's truck and me. And he would put his hands on his hips <laughs> and be like, Who are you here for? <laughs> And Tom was like, I'm here to pick up Miss Lisa. And he would look back and be like, is that your daddy? (laughs) (laughs) What can you say? You say, He said, yeah, yeah, I'm her daddy. (laughs) Who's your daddy? (laughs) Manana. Yeah, I said manana. Oh, my God, it was hilarious. And he was like, his armpits were like, his, his fists were in his pits like, it was serious. Is that your daddy? <laughs> you see an authorized picker upper? <laughs> oh my god, it was so funny. Love oh it. my god, it was hilarious. Oh my god. Because if you get picked up by somebody, oh, yeah, that's your mom your, or your dad. Your daddy. So clearly that must be your daddy. Well, yes. Oh, I love it. Oh my god, it was hilarious. Tom Murphy would always pick me up with a like a latte or something crap crappy from Starbucks because he thought he was, you know, buying his way. Yeah, but I I I have a dairy allergy. (laughs) You have a what? I have dairy allergy. Oh oh. (laughs) Did you just kinda go, hi, thank you. Yeah, yeah, like gift to the the little little kid who's protecting you. Hello! Is that your daddy? Yes. Here's a latte. Here's a latte. (laughs) Shut up. Yes, he's my daddy. Here's a latte. Oh my god, that's hilarious! All right, so relationships, tough, tough stuff. But uh, you got But you know what? You know what? I want to circle back to and write it down. Somebody, I want to come back to relationships within the building. Oh yeah. This was relationships with our SOs with or our significant yeah. others or whatever, our, our sweeties. I want to have a pod about relationships within the actual environment. Oh yeah, because that can be some pretty messy shit sometimes, mm. and good stuff sometimes too. I think I just heard a goat. I, somebody's there's a baby crying in your backyard. So let's uh, wrap it up. Yeah, whatever. Not my baby. Uh, <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, she's right baby. here and she's yeah. doing just fine. Not crying. She ain't crying. I love you. Yet. Aw, love you too. I, Clearly, she's I fixed. Like you. She's not broken anymore. Bow, chicka, bow, bow. Hey, what's the uh, sexiest animals in the barnyard? Brown chicken, brown, brown, chicken, brown cow. Baby. Brown chicken, brown cow. Um, hey, so uh, uh, go home, or if, or if you're at home, stay there. Uh, or no, go, and then come back. Go, yeah, go walk out if of your house. You're a family child care oh, provider, yes. or even if you're not, Take if you're, breath. you know, wherever you are, if go you're out. in your house, Leave. go walk out of the house Ra- right now. Walk, around, walk the around the block. Come home, and then say Meet to your neighbor, say to your sweetie, say, "Hey, baby. Hey, hey baby. baby. How you doing?" And. uh... <laughs> Let nature take its course. Um, I don't know how to wrap end this it episode. Up. Just wrap so, uh, it up. Just say we're done. So we'll be back next week with another episode of the Child Care Bar and Grill Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.